Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, I guess this might have been a no-brainer kind of week for the player of the week. But before we get to that, the performer of the week, thanks to the Wood Dealership of, of uh, Family of Dealerships. Um, but, Kevin, there was a young man from Rogers that had a pretty good game himself, 356 <laughs> yards which, by my math, is only 44 less than what the player performer of the week was able to achieve. But these are becoming, I'm not sure how many more times, how many more weeks we'll say it, but these are becoming amazing numbers that we're seeing that some of our high school athletes are able to achieve each and every Friday night. That's exactly right, Randy, and we – I had to cut it to a, a top 10 honorable mention every week because we just had so many performances, so many 200-yard rushers, 300-yard passers, receivers doing their job. So uh, we went back to our roots, and basically if you put up video game numbers, you get in the top 10. But it's not just me. I, I check with a lot of people that cover high school football on a regular basis to make sure I'm not missing anybody that just had an outstanding week that just stands out above everybody else. Uh, and, Randy, look at this. We, we could have five 2,000-yard rushers this year, five in the state. And it's we amazing. talk about, you know, is it the year Yeah, year of what position? It's the year of the running back, no doubt. And uh, Dennis Gaines is at 2,500 yards right now. Is that in the top ten all time? Not quite, but he plays deep into the playoffs. He could uh, threaten some of those records. You got Connor Baker, who's at 96 rushing touchdowns for his career. He's two away from the record, one from tying it. Uh, Cedric Houston said today, um, I complimented Connor. He was uh, between the Mats Player of the Week last week for week nine. And Cedric Houston said he's going to be at Pocahontas Friday night to see him break the record. So uh, just a lot of good things. And it's really cool to see somebody like Cedric Houston who played back in the 90s, went to the University of Tennessee, had a great career. Number 21 is going to be in Pocahontas uh, to pass the torch on Friday night. So. Uh, without further ado, let's get to the players this week. Jacob Jenkins, like you mentioned from Rogers, not much was said about this because it was on Thursday night. It was moved up from Friday. Little do you know, Rogers goes three eight and two on the year, gets a four seed in the conference. Uh, Jenkins had 356 yards on 25 carries, two touchdowns. Walker White from Little Rock Christian Academy. They defeated Greenwood on Friday uh, on on the back, arm, legs of Walker White. 175 yards passing, 161 yards rushing, four total touchdowns on the night. Jabray Shaw from Mills. We talked to Coach Cortez Lee Friday night on our Ortho Arkansas High School Football Scoreboard Show, and you talk about amazing. Uh, Jabray just amazes Coach Lee every time he steps on the field. Listen to this, Randy. Eight carries for 176 yards, five receptions for 71 yards, five total touchdowns. Oh, as we know, he does it on defense as well. Had his State-leading 10th interception of the year from his safety position. Tyler Mosley from Bryant, they gave Conway fits all night Saturday night. Mosley had six tackles, two sacks, two fumble recoveries on the night. 
Uh, our next is a combo because this duo is the most prolific in the state this year. Talking about Drake Lindsay from Fayetteville, 415 yards, five touchdowns passing. His favorite target, Kalen Morris, 15 catches, 217 yards, three touchdowns. Both of those young men are leading their respective categories in the state. Gray Lee from Episcopal, the quarterback, had 180 yards passing, 80 yards on the ground, six total touchdowns on the night. D.D. Johnson, Coach Zach Clark said, hey, we just gave it to D.D. all night, and he took us to the playoffs. They defeated West Memphis 40-31 to to get that sixth playoff seed. D.D. had 34 carries, 280 yards, five touchdowns, and he plays a little defense too, double R, two sacks from the Cersei running back. Tavian Haney from Parkview had two pick sixes for the Patriots as they get the number one seed going into the playoffs. B.J. Curry from Magnolia, the other 2,000-yard rusher besides Dennis Gaines right now, had 11 carries for 307 yards and five touchdowns on the night. Jamarian Bird from Lake Hamilton, 14 tackles and four sacks. In a losing effort to Plasky Academy, uh, Lake Hamilton is going to be a tough out in the playoffs. But as you mentioned, Randy, it was a no-brainer this week. You can't overthink these things. Our Wood Family Dealership Primetime Performer of the Weeks, none other than the state's leading rusher, Dennis Gaines from East Poinsett County. The Warrior running back had 33 carries for 400 yards Friday night, three touchdowns. You know, in 2A football, these young men do it on offense and defense. He had eight tackles on defense. For the season, Gaines has 2,583 yards. 33 touchdowns, a couple playoff games, Randy. He could hit that 3,000-yard mark. I want to say that uh, Darius Howard of West Memphis for the playoffs, and I don't know where it stacks up all time, he had like almost 500 yards rushing. It was the opening yeah, round he had four, yeah. of the playoffs. I want to say versus Russellville, if memory serves me correct, but nevertheless. That is exactly correct. Yeah, he had over 400 that night. I was looking at it earlier on the AAA uh, record book, Arkansas Activities Association, because at this time of the year, football and baseball, like end of the season, kind of look and see if there's going to be any young men uh, that will be setting state records, whether it's for a season, a career, or what have you. And, yeah, Darius Howard, uh, you think back, uh, Jonathan Adams from Osceola had over 30 touchdowns in a year. Uh, Craig Jackson has the state record from Carlisle in 1995 with 45 touchdowns. Of course, we talked about Cedric Houston being the all-time uh, touchdown leader. And then the Pulaski Academy quarterbacks uh, pretty much own the uh, passing uh, numbers. Uh, Rhett Lashley's up there from Shiloh Christian. But it's always good to look at this time of the year and see which young men would have their name in a, in a record book that goes back, I mean, to the Pine Bluff days in the 1920s when they were setting state and national records. Okay, well, I've got to say I appreciate, Rick, I know you appreciate honesty and people. And I got this text while uh, we were talking about that performance by Darius Howard. This came from Landon Leach. He said, <laughs> Landon was on the don't <laughs> talk about that, Randy. That was against me and the Cyclones. <laughs> then he went on to say they had 797 yards rushing wow. 
against us. 797. Well, That's at least Landon can say he was playing offense. So it's not like he was trying to stop them, you know. So, but it was them. Yeah. Good well, I, the, the part about Dennis Gaines, Rick, and you kind of you kind of hit on that, and Kevin touched on it too, is that in AA, most of these guys are going both ways. I mean, Dennis Gaines, if if not returning a kickoff or a punt, uh, he probably is still on the kickoff, uh, the punt return team the kickoff coverage team, so he probably doesn't come off the field. That's what makes 400 yards that much more uh, amazing is because some of those kids never get a break. And, uh, I mean, it's it's almost amazing. Now, I doubt Landon was on the field that night trying to tackle Darius. He might have been on the sidelines (laughs) as Darius went flying by. He probably thought about tackling as the guy did in the Cotton Bowl. 100 years ago, but uh, thank goodness he didn't try that because he probably would have hurt himself. But um, that is still amazing. All right, uh, uh, if, if you've got the record book handy, I've got it, but it would take me time to find it. I got it, yeah. What, what is the one-game uh, individual record for yards rushing? 608 by John Bunch from Elkins. Oh, and that, that, was that is Win- right, Winslow. John Bunch. Why did I forget that the Winslow Squirrels? Yeah, against yeah. the Elkins Elks. That's a yeah, bunch of yards. The rest of them, yeah, and the rest of them were since 1992. You have Tyrone Henry uh, from Rivercrest had 419. Yep. Uh, Darius Howard that we mentioned in 1999, he had 436. I remember this game in 2009. Larry Walls from Whitehall had 444 in a game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then Brian Grigsby and. 2014 from Rogers had 446. So uh, Jeffrey Lance Jones from Woodlawn is second uh, with 487, and that was in 2013. So uh, a lot of <laughs> that's just wow. That's just silly. I mean, that's a lot of you just look at that and you're like, wow. <laughs> you know, forever John Bunch held the national record, and it was yeah. finally eclipsed. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, I, I be I was uh, we were coming back from Fayetteville one time. And we went the uh, the old way down through Alma. The pig trail. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you went on, Alma, 71. went on 71. 71. And we stopped in Winslow, and I, I made Reed get out, and I said, I want you to walk up this up and down this field six times. He said, what for? I said, because John Bunch ran for over 600 yards on this field. And, of course, you know, he was only about eight or nine or ten, whatever he was. Really impressed him. He didn't do it six times either, so. Uh, so much for history but uh yeah that is uh that is super super impressive and, and you mentioned this kevin about drake Lindsay. uh yeah I, I mean pa has put up some uh some of the pa passers in times past to put up some amazing numbers but at the 7a level what drake Lindsay is accomplishing to me is amazing absolutely 3620 yards that's 30, that's 362 yards a game after right. 10 games. 37 touchdowns, and I think he only has two interceptions going into the postseason. So a first-year starter coming in and doing that for the Purple Dogs, uh, Casey Dick has to love his chances. Uh, they get a bye this week, so uh, the Purple Dogs will get to rest up and play the winner of Conway and Springdale Harbor, which we'll have our Sonic Blast at on Friday. Conway. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. All right, we'll come back. Kevin's a name. The Outstanding Performers. 
And with that, let's go right back to work. And if my mouse will cooperate. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, Kevin, how difficult, and I'm almost got my tongue inside my (laughs) cheek, but uh, how difficult was it to come up with the Razorback Player of the Week? Offense, it was really hard. Uh, I mean, and there were certain things late in the game because that was the most anemic offense under Kendall Brown, Sam Pittman, that that we've seen. And they just looked disinterested. Liberty had a game plan, and they they attacked the edge. The outside zone had zero – it didn't work at all. It it had zero efficiency, and that's something that you haven't seen all year. Rocket Sanders in the first quarter, the the negative yardage was just – it was mind-boggling. It it just – I was flabbergasted. So, uh, Matt Landers made some good plays in the the fourth quarter, uh, catching the football and getting – First down yardage, so six catches for 119 yards. Uh, the defense played well uh, when they could. Uh, Drew Sanders, nine tackles, three and a half for a loss. That was a, a career high for him and a sack. Uh, special teams, Quincy McAdoo, he could also have been on defense because he was one of the highest rated and highest graded uh, defenders on pro football focus this week. He graded at 90.6. I think that was sixth or seventh in the nation, but you know, the young man from Clarendon got a block punt, had an interception, and almost had a second interception down there on the goal line. He plays mm-hmm. the ball better than any other defensive back they have on campus right now. And for a receiver to come and do that, he's a football player, first and foremost. And that, you know, talking to him and, you know, listening to how he answers the question, that's what he wants to do. He wants to play football. Whether he's on defense, offense, it doesn't matter. So to see him go out there and have that success, small-town kid, small-town Arkansas, Love seeing that. So uh, that is actually the first time that uh, somebody's blocked a punt and intercepted a pass since Tremaine Thomas back in 2010 against UTEP. So, yeah, Matt Landers, Drew Sanders, and Quincy McAdoo are our Razorback primetime performers of the week. And give an honorable mention to uh, Mr. Little, Cam Little. He had a 50-yarder right before uh, the end of the first. In fact, it was the end of the first half when he – yeah, I was able to knock that field goal through, and I, I, the way things were going, Kevin, that was one of the few times I, I did have a question mark in my mind. You know, can Cam knock this one down? How badly it was needed yeah. <laughs> at that time by Arkansas, right. but you know, the way things had gone in that first half, it wouldn't have surprised me. On the other hand, if ooh, so close, but yet so far away. Speaking of um, that other near interception by Quincy McAdoo. If you go back and you look at the at the replay, you're talking about breaking on the ball. It looked like the receiver yep. had an easy touchdown. And all of a yeah. sudden, out of nowhere, comes Quincy McAdoo. He's basically going from his right to his left. And uh, he dives with the ball. And I thought for a split second he actually had it. I know he got his hands on it, but uh, couldn't quite come up with it. But that was yeah, the same that, thing no, on, the, on, the, yeah. on the interception. I mean that that ball was thrown low, and he went and got it, took it away from the uh, from the uh, receiver. Yeah, great ball skills, and that's one thing that defensive backs. You, you know, the old saying is you put them on defense because they don't have good hands. Well, 
you know, Quincy's taught to, you know, how to read a ball and read it in the air and when to go get it and when, when you have to adjust and good body control. So that's one of the things I really saw from him. And it's really going to be important down the stretch, somebody like that playing. And one thing, and I would not be surprised if he, if he comes in and starts somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if they put him at nickelback. I know he's only been limited in reps over there, and I'm not there at practice every day. But if they don't get somebody that can cover a slot receiver, they're going to lose the next three games. I'm surprised Liberty did not run more smash route combinations to where the outside receiver runs a five-yard stop and the inside receiver runs – they were running corners, basically, but he was on an option route. When you have a safety that's 15 yards off the receiver and it's Simeon Blair for, you know, specifically, when it's especially him, there's no way you can cover him. It's a speedy slot back like they had. They're, they're running wide open down the middle of the field, and mm-hmm. I'm surprised Freeze didn't go back to it more often, but uh, they've, got some, they've got some stuff they need to shore up back there or LSU's going to have a field day. Yeah, I, well, I mean, is this a – scheme back again using that almost to me dirty yeah. word now scheme but is this a scheme that the arkansas running game do you think is going to see now uh down the rest of the stretch i mean if, if if liberty used it with such success why wouldn't other teams copy that now against arkansas that's exactly right you know on on defense especially liberty laid out the the game plan they had run blitzes called at the right time with, with Arkansas, you have a zone running scheme. So you have to wall out the, the lane, the, the zone that you're blocking. So the offensive linemen have a zone that they're stepping to and protecting that. When you can bust the creases like Liberty did, especially on the outside mm-hmm. zone, uh, your running game is ineffective. So that's what they did. And, uh, yeah, on off, on opposing offenses, if they're, if they're right now, if I'm looking at the Arkansas defense right now, Throw opposite the nickelback, because if you throw opposite the nickelback side, if you're in a 3-3 or a 4-2 or 3-2, you're going to have a strong side where the nickelback is. If you throw to the back side of that where a, a safety is having to cover a speedy slot guy, they're, they're going to do it all day. And, they, and teams have done it all year. It's a backside post down the middle between the hashes or what we saw on Saturday when you had that slot guy, he was running an option route. So he gets to the safety, and however the safety's breaking, he's breaking opposite. And it was easy pitch and catch from there from a third-string quarterback. He didn't look like a third-string quarterback, but we've seen no, that No, he did. Looked too, like a Heisman really. Trophy contender. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and like Daniel's Arkansas. kid is a lot better. <laughs> yeah, has, has made a lot of running backs, a lot of uh, quarterbacks, receivers look uh, a lot better than uh, maybe what they really are. But that's uh, just need to hear to there. All right, Kevin, yeah. I, I think it was a 37% chance that the ESPN, whatever index it is, giving Arkansas uh, a 26% chance of winning uh, the next three games. But then it went and did say that it was giving about a – can't remember now. I think it's a little bit over seventy-six percent. chance to win at least one. Yeah, at least <laughs> one. There, okay. game by game. Game by game, it was not much of a chance, but to win one of three, right. it was pretty high. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Okay, I was getting it all yeah. twisted. So, what do you think, Kevin? 
I, th- I think they end six and six. I don't know where they're going to get the one from. Uh, obviously, it looks e- the easiest one looks at Missouri, but they had they, the Razorbacks had their pride taken from them this past Saturday on homecoming. A G5 team coming in and whipping them like that. They need to find their pride and find you know some fortitude and go out there and really play football Saturday at 11 a.m. Westworth Athlon still has Arkansas bowling. That is.